Hi, I'm Jeffrey Smith, founder of the Institute for Responsible Technology, and these are 10 reasons to avoid GMOs. Number one, GMOs are unhealthy. According to the American Academy of Environmental Medicine, they urge doctors to prescribe non-GMO diets because in the peer-reviewed published literature, they point out that there's organ damage to the animals that are fed GMOs, gastrointestinal and immune system disorders, accelerated aging, reproductive organ problems, and infertility. In addition, there's also stomach lesions and inflammation, altered blood biochemistry, altered gut bacteria, tumors, cancer, birth defects, and premature death. When individuals stop eating GMOs, they often report, as well as their doctors, that they get better from a variety of diseases and disorders. And many of these same diseases and disorders are rising in parallel in the United States with the increased use of GMOs and the Roundup herbicide that are sprayed on most GMOs. We've also learned that veterinarians, farmers, and pet owners report that when animals switch to non-GMO diets, they too get better from many of these same diseases and disorders. If you look at the modes of action as to what actually happens when you genetically engineer a crop, when you add the herbicide Roundup or other herbicides that they're designed to tolerate, or the BT toxin that's produced from inside many of the GM crops that actually kills insects, if you look at the modes of action, you would predict these type of problems. Number two, genetic engineering creates dangerous side effects. In fact, the number one most common result of genetic engineering is surprise side effects. The process of genetic engineering creates massive collateral damage. There could be mutations up and down the DNA, hundreds or thousands. There could be deletions and additions. And these continue year after year, no matter what type of genetic engineering they use, including the so-called gene editing CRISPR-Cas9, which is supposed to be safe and predictable according to their promotions, but it turns out they're not. Three, GMOs contaminate forever. When you release a GMO into the environment, it spreads. We know that organic and non-GMO farmers have suffered economic damage because of contamination. We know that herbicide-tolerant canola, for example, has spread beyond the bounds of the farm and have become themselves weeds. But more importantly, this is not chemical pollution that dissipates over time. When you introduce a GMO into the environment and it crosses with the natural species, you have corrupted and contaminated the gene pool for all time. We have no technology to clean it up. As they're introducing more and more GMOs, especially through the cheap gene editing, imagine what we could end up with. Instead of passing on to future generations the products of the billions of years of evolution, we pass on the, instead the products of laboratory creations whose number one most common result is surprise side effects. We can't replace nature in this generation and say that we've acted responsibly. Number four, GMOs increase herbicide use. Most GMOs are engineered to be sprayed with herbicide. Roundup Ready Soy is designed to be sprayed with Roundup herbicide. Monsanto, now owned by Bayer, produces both. When you produce so many crops that are sprayed by Roundup, for example, the, the weeds become resistant and the farmers use more and more Roundup, sometimes 10 times the amount that they used to use. Now, this is terrible for the environment, but it may be a disaster for our health. Roundup and its chief poison glyphosate 
are implicated in cancer, sterility, hormone disruption, mental issues, energy and mental clarity, poor nutrient absorption, leaky gut, leaky brain, inflammation, imbalanced gut bacteria, and more. You don't want to be eating crops sprayed with Roundup. Five, government oversight is dangerously lax. In the United States, the FDA was given the responsibility to figure out how to make sure that GMOs were safe. The scientists, in their consensus, said that GMOs created different risks and needed to be tested carefully, and they recommended including human toxicological tests. But the person in charge of policy at the FDA, Michael Taylor, was the former attorney to biotech giant Monsanto and later Monsanto's vice president. And over the objections and anger of the scientists working at the FDA, the policy that he oversaw falsely claimed that the agency was not aware of any information showing that GMOs were significantly different. And on the basis of that lie, said no testing was necessary of any kind for the FDA, no labeling. In fact, companies like Monsanto could introduce GMOs into the food supply without even telling the FDA. And other countries have said, well, since the FDA says it's safe, we don't have to require uh, any significant studies. So the lax oversight is around the world. A few countries have some required safety studies, but nothing that can evaluate what could actually go wrong and what might already be hurting us in terms of our health individually and as a society. Number six. The biotech industry uses tobacco science to claim product safety. The companies that are bringing us GMOs are the ones that brought us Agent Orange, PCBs, and DDT in the past, and they claim those were safe, and we now know that they were hiding evidence that they weren't. And that's exactly what we're seeing now. Evidence clearly found that GMOs were dangerous, found in the studies done by the companies themselves. They either covered up the evidence by not sharing it or designed and rewrote the studies to hide the effects. We've seen this over and over again where they use the wrong detection method, the wrong controls, the wrong statistics, and when they still find problems, they deny that it's related to their product. Number seven, independent research and reporting is attacked and suppressed. For decades, scientists who discover problems with GMOs have been attacked gagged, fired, threatened, denied funding. This has been acknowledged by the scientific journal Nature. It is well documented. And this has suppressed independent research. Number eight, GMOs harm the environment. GMOs and their associated herbicides can harm birds, insects, amphibians, marine ecosystems, and soil organisms. They reduce the biodiversity. They pollute water resources, and they're unsustainable. For example, GM crops are eliminating the habitat for monarch butterflies whose population has plummeted in the United States. Roundup herbicide creates birth defects in amphibians, embryonic deaths, endocrine disruptions, and organ damage in animals at even low doses. Number nine, GMOs do not increase yields and actually work against feeding a hungry world. The biotech industry collectively spent $250 million over five years in the late 90s and early 2000s to try and convince Americans that GMOs were needed to feed the world. Well, it turns out that GMOs don't even increase average yield, according to the Union of Concerned Scientists report, fail to, Failure to Yield, and the major 
report by the UN, the ISTAD report, produced by more than 400 scientists and signed off by 58 countries. It turns out that, ag that agroecology, which is recommended in the ISTAD report, can increase yields by 79%, 100% in developing countries, whereas GMOs do not have much of an input influence at all. And in fact, GMOs are stealing money away from more appropriate research and more appropriate technologies that could in fact protect our planet from hunger. Number 10, by avoiding GMOs, you contribute to the tipping point of consumer ejection, forcing them out of our food supply. This is already happening in the United States. 46% of Americans are seeking non-GMO food because they believe that GMOs are not as safe as natural food. This demand is forcing food companies to switch to non-GMO to protect their market share. Their change, in turn, reduces the amount of GMOs planted and also protects our environment. As a bonus, let's take a lesson from the animals. Eyewitness reports from all over North America show that when given a choice, many types of animals will avoid eating the GMOs. This includes cows, pigs, geese, elk, deer, raccoons, mice, rats, squirrels, chicken, and buffalo. Let's get humans up to the level of animals. Thank you for listening to Live Healthy, Be Well. Please subscribe to the podcast using whatever app you listen to podcasts with. Or go to livehealthybewell.com to subscribe. This podcast will inform you about health dangers, corporate and government corruption, and ways we can protect ourselves, our families, and our planet. I interview scientists, experts, authors, whistleblowers, and many people who have not shared their information with the world until now. Please share the podcast with your friends. It will enlighten and may even save lives. Safe eating.